go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street. What's going on, everybody? This is the Tribe 44 Podcast presented to you by United Citizens Bank of Southern Kentucky. It's a bank to come home to because it's locally owned and operated. UCB provides the best in customer-first care in Adair County. United Citizens Bank, Clay, they do it all right here. They do. I am Will Rich, the host, and I am joined by Clay Turner. Clay, how are you tonight? I've been doing good, doing good. What about you guys? I'm doing well. I'm also joined tonight by our producer, Seth Dunbar. He's not going to say anything, but he's behind the desk, and he does a great job for us. Clay, last week, or last time we got on the podcast, we got to talk to Coach Isaac, and I think he's going to get the ball rolling this week with Russell County, and I'm very excited about that. Are you? I am, too. Yeah, I am, too. I'm really excited for that Russell County game and their tailgating, and should all just be a blast. Yeah, we need to get into the tailgating a little bit. Uh, we are going to tailgate that first home football game Friday night against Russell County, so come on out and have a good time with us. We're going to – the cool part about this night, Clay, for us, is that we're going to record the show on site. And so we've got one or two guests lined up, but we're just going to try to pull people in. If you show up and you have something to do with Adair County football, we're going to try to pull you in and get you on the show. So that's exciting to me. It's going to go horribly, Clay, don't you think? Probably, but, you know, honestly, yeah. the most horrible it goes, probably the more entertaining it will go. Yeah. And that's I mean, what, you know, that's what it's, this is all about. Everybody wants to see a train wreck, don't they? They do. Yeah, and that's I – mean, Why do you think everybody's on Facebook? <laughs> yeah, that's why everybody's on Facebook, but we're not going to talk about that right now. No, not at all. We're not going to talk about that tonight. So, yeah, with that first football game, we're very excited to bring football back, apparently, in Adair County because we're going to recognize that 92 – football team what is the significance of that 92 team that 92 team was really good i uh of course it was coached by john peck i think their record i could i think it was 10 and 1 oh wow so i think they had the best record in school history i don't know a lot of the players but i know they were extremely successful yeah so hopefully coach peck is somebody that we can get on the show in the future as well he's going to be recognized that night but we are excited, again, to tailgate that first game. So just come on out and come see us before the first game. We'll have some food for you and some entertainment, and we will uh, we will record the show from that spot. Now, a little birdie told me that Coach Isaac might hop on the podcast at halftime for us, so we might get to do that. If not, it'll be all right. But he did mention maybe getting to do that, so I hope that's something that we can do for you all as well. That'll be our first live-action interview. I'm, I'm really looking forward to that game, and should be a good one. We didn't play last year, of course, because of COVID. So I'm just ready to play Russell, our rival. First game of the year, it's really cool. I remember going to games when I was, shoot, eight or nine years old, going to Adair County, Russell County, first game. Anytime a rivalry starts off the season, it's huge because it's oh, almost yeah. That's always a lot of fun. So come join us for the tailgate. Stay for the football game. We want to get a lot of people there to support your Indians. Clay, this first segment is going to be brought to you by Downey Eye Clinic. Downey has been the leader of optometry services in Adair County since 1981, and they are committed to providing the best personalized eye care possible for the people of Columbia. Clay, we're joined tonight by two of the members of the class of 2017. Uh, That class was full of some awesome athletes, some great football players, and we're joined tonight by two of the linemen from that team. we got Jacob Doss and Brady Hicks, and guys, how are you? 
Good, good. How are y'all doing? I'm good, man. How's it going? We're good, doing good. Well. Doing well. Well, guys, Clay usually runs these interviews. I know about as much about football as Jacob knows about something I guess he doesn't know much about. So, <laughs> so Clay, we'll get it started, and I'll just pipe up when I feel like I need to. Okay, fellas, we were talking earlier, you know, you guys were offensive linemen in high school, but tell us a story about, you know, coming into high school, you guys actually were not linemen. So tell us that story about that transition and what you actually started out being when you went to high school. Yeah, so do you want to take this or you want me to take it or what? Yeah, yeah, I, I want to take this one. This is a good one. Okay, you can um, me and him both come in at the exact same size and about the same strength. He was a little faster than me, but that's all right. He was a tailback. I was a fullback. Both played linebacker. Come in as freshmen, and they gave us nicknames, and they yep. called us the law firm <laughs> because yep. we were the same size, same height, same everything. They called us the law firm, just a, just a dynamic duo, and it was awesome. Yeah, it was the firm, ham and dosage, uh, whole hog, and uh, I think love muffin and buttercup was the best one. Well, which one yeah, was that love was the muffin best one. and which one was buttercup? I was love muffin. Okay, so Brady was love I muffin. Was, I was definitely buttercup. Uh, okay, <laughs> just so we got that clear, love muffin and buttercup. Uh, that's how <laughs> I'm going to promote this show uh, for the listeners, love muffin and buttercup. <laughs> uh, that'll work. Coming in freshman year, you know, all we, all me and Brady did was run scout team. Yeah, we was the only freshman who probably ran a scout team. Yeah, because they and they got, used got uh, beat to death. Yeah, yeah, we did get beat to death. I and think y'all were uh, doing that as fullback and tailback, right? Yeah, fullback, tailback, and then they would put like the starting offensive line in with you know a decent quarterback, you know. Uh, Maybe Brandon Burton or maybe somebody else would play some quarterback, maybe Chance or something. And then they put me and Dolph yeah. at like fullback, tailback, and we would run scout team. Scout team's one of them things. If you don't play football, you know, that first year, that transition from middle school to high school, you can, you know, you may think you're like stronger than everybody in middle school, but when you get to that high school level, it's a huge, huge jump. I remember. Oh, yeah. I remember I played DN. My eighth grade year, I go to high school. I'm a I'm the backup safety, so I would go in scout team against Cameron Murrow all the time. You want to talk <laughs> about somebody who was big and strong? And I yeah, remember, very I remember going at him as hard as I could, and it didn't matter. And I would get my butt handed to me every single time. Oh yeah, the same way when we was playing defense scout team, because it would be me and Dolph playing like middle linebacker. And then you would have uh, Sam Walker was a tackle, I think, and then Nick Hadley was a guard. Luke Powell was playing center. Yeah. And then, yeah. like, everybody's, like, 250-plus. And me and Doss are standing back there at 180 and four foot tall. Hey, right, you, can't, you can't forget this, Brady. Your brother hit, your brother hit us pretty hard, too. No, oh, they all did. <laughs> they all rocked us. You yeah. know, we say that, and I'm sure you guys can remember when you got older, I'm sure you hit some kids pretty hard in the scout team when you got to be juniors and seniors. Well, yeah, you tried to a little bit. Yeah. We wasn't as bad as Lonnie Grant, though. Oh, I'm sure. No. <laughs> no, we wouldn't. We Sometimes you take it easy, sometimes you wouldn't. Just depend on how your mood was that day. Yeah. 
Okay, so Dallas, you were talking earlier about, you know, when y'all found out about y'all getting moved to being linemen. Tell that story of what that was like when you first heard it. So, I don't know how it is for Brady, but uh, I remember spring workouts after my freshman year, um, Coach K pulled me aside and said, do you want to start as a sophomore or do you want to start as a senior? I said, I want to start as a sophomore. And uh, he said, well, you're going to have to change your position. And I was kind of worried about it. And he said, you're going to be an O-lineman. said, you and Brady both. Y'all going to get on the field of sophomores. And I was upset about it at first. But you know what? Honestly, I'm glad I've done it. Because, I mean, we had so many athletes, I didn't really care. <laughs> yeah, I wanted it to get on the, the team field out. So yeah, I did. It helped the, the team with the, the offense we ran. Yeah, the offense that that Coach Gay changed to really was suited for me and Brady as guards because we could pull, we could get out in front of, uh, you know, Jordan, Lonnie, and we could run screens. We could do all kinds of things because me and Brady could get out there so quick and we could, well, I mean, we could sneak up on people half the time and never knew that we was going to hit them or anything. It was Oh, yeah, it we was were shorter than everybody, so it helped. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's something that you talk about with those groups that you all had is the speed, uh, and so you two not the biggest lineman in the world, but could move pretty well. You're both former uh, running backs in, in some capacity, fullback and a tailback. So what went into the transition there for you? How did you did you just have that wealth of football knowledge to know how to become a guard after you've been running the ball for all these years, or how did, what what all went into that? I I think it was mostly just uh, we was bigger running backs basically i mean we was both basically built like fullbacks we wasn't built like jordan and lonnie and chance and cameron all those uh good skill guys we wasn't built like that so we was built a little bigger and stronger and that helped us when we moved up to the line and seeing those bigger guys we was used to hitting them pretty much head on lead blocking for the guys behind us because that's we've done that a lot in middle school uh doss would lead He'd be fullback, and, of course, we ran the wishbone. So, Doss would lead first, and I would lead behind him, and then Lonnie or Jordan would be behind us. So, it was, yeah, a, that, it was a lot of the same. Just, it was, you were starting a little closer to the line instead of a little bit behind the quarterback. Yeah, the add-on to Brady, you know, when when you play those bigger back positions, like, like, like I did fullback, Brady played tailback, but, you know, I remember Brady – me and him both leading up through the hole or something, you know. Yeah. Playing, playing fullback. No yeah. Playing fullback, you know, you kind of got a gist of it because, you know, I would lead hit on linebackers or, you know, I'd get out in front on a toss or a rocket or I'd kick it out an end on a counter. You kind of yeah. got the mechanics already. And then when you go to the offense that Coach Gay runs, that's exactly what we were doing. We was pulling – uh pulling for rocket and getting outside or leading up to a linebacker or kicking out a DN or something. So it was a lot of the same gist. Well, this question, comes from number our, back. Our, this question comes from our producer, Seth. He, uh, he wants to know if you all, since you pulled so much at guard, if you like trap plays, if you got a, when you got a free shot at a D lineman. Oh yeah. I loved it. Oh. Unless it was Caldwell County, Caldwell County, my senior year was the worst DN I ever played against. And he might have been five three, five four, and maybe 150 pounds. 
but I would pull and I would almost have to dive at his knees and somehow he would still get under me and put his helmet right in my kneecap and I would wake up almost in tears every time and every time I got up, Jordan would be helping me up, Jordan Lasley, and he would be laughing his head off, just cracking up at me because I was sitting there almost crying because he hit me in the knees every single play I pulled. I tell you what, I love trap. I I absolutely love it. They didn't ever see it coming. I don't know. Except those little, except those little ends, like you were saying, Brady. They they yeah. mess you up. But the little ones get a big old the worst to pull against. You get a big old slow boy. You can hit him up against the side, maybe tip him over like a cow. But yeah, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> it's <was> pretty fun. <laughs> yeah, you you get a couple boys that play it right and close down on the tackle. And they're a little harder to kick out, but most of the time you can lock them and push them on in. But some of them little boys, man, they will hurt you. They will hurt you. Yeah, they will. Fellas, y'all, you know, y'all are talking about y'all being smaller linemen. I'm sure there was times when you looked across and the people that was looking at you probably thought, oh, look how small this line is. We're going to kill them. Oh, yeah. But y'all's speed killed them so much. I'm sure, you know. And speed is so deflating to teams because I remember when I was a sophomore or junior, we played Russellville, and Russellville was tiny as could be. But if you can't catch them, it doesn't matter. And it's it's almost more deflating to me if you can't catch them than if somebody's just super physical. And with you guys, y'all pulling, your, your line was fast. Chance could run. Jordan could obviously run. You know, Shymez, Cam. Lonnie, yep. y'all had so many athletes that y'all threw out there that y'all really just beat teams to death with your speed. Yeah, that's what hurt them the most. Talk about for a second, yeah, guys, as undersized linemen, talk about your experience in the weight room. How important is that? Oh, well, that, I've been in the <laughs> weight room for a long time. That was like my always, like my go-to, like after season and everything, I always just wanted to lift since I was probably 15. So I, I always took the weight room very, very seriously. But at first, I lost a lot of weight, which was my problem. I got stronger, but I went from like 210 down to like 180. So that hurt me because just on leverage, I was decently strong, but having 30 pounds less than somebody else, it still hurts you quite a bit. So, But the really? weight room did help. You've got one of the hardest hits in a high school game that I've ever seen was at Russell County. Would that have been your senior, junior year? I think it was a kickoff. And, I mean, you absolutely leveled yes. the kid. It was junior year. It was junior yeah, year, probably, Brady. I remember it. Probably junior year. <laughs> I mean, just – I remember the hit. Absolutely leveled that child. Yeah. That was my uh, the most fun I ever had playing football was on kickoffs, especially when Leo was kicking my junior year. Because he would, like, just set in the air for 10 seconds. And I would be at the end zone just trying to kill somebody. <laughs> Jacob, go ahead and talk about the weight room and what, what how important that was for you. Weight room was pretty important to me. It wasn't as much – not as much as it was to Brady because, I don't know, Brady's an animal, to be honest with you. He was, <laughs> he was a dog. Brady, Brady was a dog. Brady was a dog in the weight room. But uh, me and him lifted together. Every single time we was in that weight room, and you know, me oh, and him always pushed each other. We always, you know, competed as no, far as lifting weights. 
Yeah, that Sorry. was the thing. Doss was Doss has that big old hind end, and he can squat <laughs> quite a bit. <laughs> so I always tried squatting more than him, and he always tried benching more than me, and it always equal out pretty pretty much in the end. But it was always a competition between me and him. Yeah, yeah, we. I guess I guess we we ran the weight room senior year, but junior year we had Josh Brown in there. Yeah, Josh Brown, pretty strong old boy too. Yes, he is. Did, did y'all two root hog against each other much? Did we what? What's that? Did y'all root hog against each other much? Every time. Oh, it's root hog against anybody else. How? Oh, go? Lord. They, since Little League, we root hogged against each other, and I've never <laughs> root hogged anybody else except maybe Marcus Mathis. Y'all explain <laughs> what root hog is to the, to the non-football listener here. Okay. Well, so basically, you get in a three-point stance, and you try to push the other guy farther than he's going to push you. But yeah, for Dolph, he gets in a four-point drill, and he hits you in the daggum knees, and you can't get lower than him because <laughs> he's already 4'8". So, I mean, <laughs> it's useless to root hog Dolph. You can't ever win. He won every root <laughs> hog challenge at camp, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> uh, but, uh, I will I will say, they, they'd make me and Brady go about four or five times the peace yeah. against each other, it, it evened out quite a bit. Yeah, but golly. Never got to root hog anybody fun. Nobody you can just no. really beat real easy. It was always uh, me and see, see, they'd always have us go first, and whoever won between me and you would end up winning the whole thing. Yeah, usually. I had the best two go with the first round, not even, you know, let y'all get some wins in between, would they? Yeah, whoever no. lost that first We're- round was always pretty pissed. <laughs> no. Hey, hey, we, it was like Duke and UK playing in the first round of the NCAA tournament. All right, that's what it was. <laughs> now, yeah. Uh, what about any of the, what about any of those skill guys? Who was the best skill guy at Root Hog? Probably Chance. I remember Chance being very good. Really? And yeah, he was good. Of all people, but Chance I, was really good. I would, I would say Chance. But uh, uh, you remember uh, Daquan? He was, he was really good our junior year. Yeah, Daquan he was strong and too. Daquan Smith. Bonnie was just aggressive at it. He just trying to trying to hurt you. <laughs> did you guys like I think I know the answer to this, but did you guys like run blocking more or pass blocking? Oh, run blocking for sure. You can actually hit somebody. Yeah. Yep. Anybody yeah, very pass. big, I'd have to cut pass blocking because you have a three hundred and fifty pound guy trying to run over a hundred and eighty pound guy to get to the ball and they can usually run over you pretty easy. So but if you cut them, you, you know. Y'all probably loved screens on passes, though, didn't you? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, good Lord. You could get out there quick. Oh. You could get out there quick, and you can just light somebody up. Good great. Screens were pretty fun. They never coming. You guys played, you know, football with this group your whole life. Who was your favorite teammate? And y'all played linebacker some, even in high school. Who was the favorite teammate to tackle? To tackle? That you wanted to tackle. Oh, good Lord. Yeah, we wanted to tackle, Uh, like, on our same team. Yeah, like growing up, even little league, middle school practice, that you, you know, they may have talked too much. You just wanted to hit them hard one time. Right. Oh, I don't <laughs> <laughs> uh, Me and Brady always went up against each other, so. Yeah, I we always got put together, but uh, I don't know. That's that a hard is one. tough. I would. Let's reverse it. Who would you absolutely not want to have running at you? From a distance, probably Lonnie. Yeah, from a distance, he, he sacrifices his entire body to try to kill you. <laughs> yeah, he would. Yeah. But 
Maybe but, Marcus uh, Mathis too, because during practice, Marcus was a beast, and he would try to kill you too. Yeah, he'd line up in front of you, and you'd be like trying to block a refrigerator, man. It was it yeah. was it was bad news bears. <laughs> I'd say one of the hardest hitters is probably Lonnie though. Shay Martin hits really hard too. Yeah, Shay yes, definitely. He did. He yeah, was, Shay hit really hard. You Shay guys, was a, Shay was a beast. Y'all senior year, yeah. y'all both played linebacker, right? Yeah. Well, we played a little bit yeah. more. I played some outside linebacker my sophomore year, like the end of the season. The well, the back half. I think Alan Leishner he quit or maybe tore ACL or something. I played like the last six games, I think, my sophomore year. And then junior year, Coach Gay wanted to uh, leave everybody one-sided. One way, yeah. So nobody nobody played both ways. And all I wanted to play was outside linebacker. I could care less about offensive line at that point. I wanted to play defense (laughs) and try to hit somebody. And then senior year, we had to go back to playing both ways. We didn't have – we still had the talent, but not the numbers. Yeah, yeah. You know, talk about defense. Who was the hardest person that y'all remember having to tackle opposing teams? Oh, let me take uh, this one, Greg. Okay. Take this you one. go ahead. <laughs> that, uh, that running back from uh, Edmonton County, County senior year, you remember him? Yeah, I was at yeah. that game. Let me, and, uh, but it was, that's it was I, like a death by, you know, paper cut. It was just seven yeah, or eight it, yards oh, at a time. And, let, me, let me tell you something, Clay. Me, me and Lonnie both hit him in the hole and – he kept running. Me and Lonnie was both on the ground and looked at each other, and we both we both knew that like we can't hit that guy any harder. There's no way. And I mean, yeah. he was just a tough dude to bring down. And that, he wasn't uh, that big. He was just tough. That running back that E Town had our junior year, he was uh, yeah, he was very very good. And then after season, I'm pretty sure he went to jail on like five or six different counts of yeah. stuff. But <laughs> during during season. He was pretty good. He was really hard to tackle. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he was, he was a really good running back. Daniel yeah. Cottle. Daniel Cottle, is, is that his name? Edmonton County, I, I think. That sounds right. Oh, yeah. Edmonton, maybe. Edmonton yeah. County. What's funny yeah, I, didn't get to play. I only got to play like one series of defense because uh, senior year, it was like third or fourth, fourth game. I kicked off, ran down the field, and rolled my ankle, and I couldn't walk on it. Like, I was in a boot all uh, – all week, and then we'd tape it three times and put a brace on it just for me to play on Friday night. So, only thing I got that to game, play was offensive line. That game, we was actually short, you and CJ. Yes, Remember C- that? Yeah. CJ was sick, wasn't he? Something no, was wrong with him, wasn't he? No, no, his shoulder, he, uh, he missed his shoulder up. He did mess his shoulder yeah, up, yeah. I think. That was, yep. And, uh, so, funny, we was, we was light, we was light-handed. Edmonton yeah. County, my junior year, Seth's senior year, I got a me and Seth both got concussions at Edmondson County. But Edmondson County was actually really good back then. I got a concussion, and Seth got one. So, at Edmondson does not provide good memories for anybody no. on this podcast then. Not at all. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something about Edmondson County. They're like Metcalf. They they got them big country boys that just know how to hit. They're just big, and they're just brutes. Yeah, you never they, could. You know, I never got out of a game. And I didn't have bruises and sores all over me. Yeah, either Med one of Calf, them. Medcalf was rough. Talking about teams, who's who is y'all's favorite team to play against? <laughs> favorite uh, team, Russ Russell County, for me. No, I like beating Taylor County. I never lost a game to Taylor County. I love beating Taylor County. I hate Taylor County with a passion. 
Who was the but I love over there. I love <laughs> I love I love beating Russell County. I didn't like them over there, to be honest with you. <laughs> I did. I, Russell County was my favorite. It's a good old fashioned sports hate. I like it. I like to see yep. it. Guys, tell me how important all those women with the cowbells were to y'all's athletics. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they was loud. It was their mamas. Mamas <laughs> <laughs> is what it was. It was yeah, David Hicks and my mama Carolyn. <laughs> <laughs> they got wild out there. I tell you what, I don't know what your records were the four years y'all were in high school, and I I know you were good, but I tell you what, above all else, I remember them cowbells. Oh, I guarantee it. That's all you could hear most of the time. <laughs> I remember you'd be – you could be sitting – or me, you could be on the line of scrimmage right there and not a sound – can't hear anything but them cowbells and them mobs screaming. Yeah. That's Cowbell all I heard. Cowbell and Carolyn Doss was very loud. <laughs> Jacob, was there ever a time that you went home and you were like, Mom, could you be like a little more quiet or did you just love it? I will. I, I never. I, to be honest with you, I never said a word. Cause if, if that's no. what she wanted to do, well, I just let her. You I didn't care. She kicked your hind in. That's right. Heck yeah! Heck yeah! She's on me all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Dawson Brady. I think I know the answer. Any of you guys watch wrestling growing up? Yeah, Lord. Yeah. Okay. Good Lord. Yeah. Of, of all the players you've had, you played with. If there was a Royal Rumble, and it's the little different Royal Rumble, the last man standing for everyone. Who is the last person still standing? Of everybody we um, played with? Everybody you played with. Oh, uh, one of the Grants, Grant. probably. Lonnie Grant. Maybe Thank Daniel you. Grant. Maybe Daniel. One of Either one of the two. Yeah. They were yeah. the two meanest people I've ever played with, probably. <laughs> my, my first thought was Lonnie Brown. Trying to think Josh who Brown would be a good one. Yeah, you know, I don't. Yeah, just because it'd be hard to get him down. Uh, what was uh, the Mathis boy's name? First name? Lyman. Marcus. Marcus. Marcus yeah. He was a big old boy. He'd be hard to get down. And, yeah, you know, yes he was. Jordan could be like you know like a Ray Mysterio. He's so small, <laughs> <laughs> so quick. <laughs> you put a mask on Jordan. I'm telling you, he could do some damage just with his quickness. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Off the top rope. Yeah. <laughs> now, you also had some coaches that look, you know, pretty strong and stuff. A coaches Royal Rumble, who wins? Of the coaches you had before uh, you. Meacham. Meacham, for sure. Yeah. Meacham or Gay? Yeah. Gay was mean, too. <laughs> yeah. Coach, uh, Coach Meacham. We only got Coach Meacham in the first two years, though. Yeah. And now, now, did y'all have prior any? We had prior. We did. Yes, for oh, a couple he- years. He'd have to be in there too, because he was. Hey, yes, he would. Prior, but prior. I'm still going. But they was I'm rough. Still going, Meacham was still going. Yeah, Meacham would have been tough. Well, fellas, we appreciate you coming on, Clay. You got any? You got any more words of wisdom for these boys? No, just appreciate them coming on. You know, you don't usually talk to linemen, but these are two entertaining linemen. Oh yeah, <laughs> we knew we had to talk to these two. We knew we had to talk to these two. Well, hey, anytime you talk Glad to the fire man, you're gonna get some laughs. <laughs>, <laughs> well, what was it? What was the nicknames again? Love Muffin and Buttercup. Love Muffin and Buttercup on Tribe Forty Four Podcast, <laughs> guys. We appreciate y'all coming on. Uh, we appreciate what you did as far as football players in Dare County, but uh, 
we you continue to make us proud and we we're glad that you're still around the program still around the, around the county working and in, in the community and we just appreciate you so much for calling in and being part of this show oh yeah hey, we I appreciate you thank you we do we love to be called thank you fellas <laughs> say yeah we'll see you Clay Jacob and Brady were as advertised. I think they're very entertaining. They had a lot of good stories for us. They did. They're uh, good young men. They were super entertaining, and, you know, they were pretty good football players as well back in the day. Oh, gosh. Yeah, that whole group was just full of a bunch of guys that that were dependable, and they they got along well together and played well together, and it showed as far as on the football field goes. And they're they're still pretty dependable today. We kind of called them at the last minute, and they did a really good job with their interview, and we're just tickled to have them on. Oh, yeah, 100%. Well, Clay, this next segment is going to be very important to our football season. It's brought to you by Jeffries Hardware. Jeffries, known to have what you need for your next project. You need Milwaukee Power Tools, you've got it. Porter Paint, check. Rental Center, absolutely. Clay, we learned last week that you don't actually need a rental center, but most people, or a lot of people do. I don't know if most people do, but a lot of people do. So go see the folks at Jeffries Hardware. It is the friendly hardware store. Now, Clay, this is totally your segment. I'm going to shut my mouth and we will get to rolling with you because you are going to in this segment be previewing the upcoming games for the week of course big rivalry dare county versus rust county at home it'll be on the 20th start time is seven o'clock central time should be a good game russell county talk about Russell county first and i'll end with our dare county indians russell county is going to be a very young team i think i read somewhere they have five starters come back on offense five on defense. They'll be led by their quarterback. I think his name is Gavin Gossage. Funny fact, his mom is actually the person who is taking me and my fiance's engagement pictures and wedding pictures, so you're interesting fact of the night. But uh, he's a really good player. A lot of They're basically a primary base offense and shotgun. They do one running back, three wide receivers, a lot of times tight end involved too. Sometimes they'll go two running backs back to back. I expect Colton Feast, who was went to their county, will get a lot a lot of carries from Russell County. A lot of their skill guys are young. Like I said, they're probably going to be starting three or four freshmen. Last year they graduated to two great running backs, so it's going to be a young team Russell County has. And honestly, for Adair County, playing them the first game of the year is probably the time you'd want to play them. And looking at Adair County, this is a team who, with the COVID rule, getting some players back. We got a lot of experience back. We've got Luke James, who's, who's going to be a senior. He's a true senior. Expect a big senior year out of him. We have Cameron Harmon, who's been starting for three years. He came back with a COVID rule. I like to call we them have, super seniors, Clay. Super, I like that term. I'm going to start saying that, the super seniors. But uh, we also have Brady Cundin, who used the super senior rule. And Brady's the type of football player that he can literally – you know, if you need him at quarterback, he'll play quarterback. You need him at wide receiver, he'll play wide receiver, he'll play running back. He's probably as versatile as anybody you got. He's going to really help the team this year. You got Deshaun Singleton, who physically and size-wise just doesn't come around there came much. He's a, he's a great athlete. He's a difference maker. And the more times you get the ball in his hands, the you know, the better things go for you. Lane Grant, who used – he was a freshman last year, but he's going to be a freshman again because he used the COVID rule. He's a Grant. Grants are good at football. Grants are born to play football. Lane's no different. Lane is going to be a great high school football player. Expect a lot of big things out of him this year. 
and the line's young, but you got some kids who have started. Bert Soto is an absolute beast. He's a he's a big, strong guy. You got a uh, Smallwood who started. Said the the line's gonna be young, but in the scrimmage they did well. We had one scrimmage. We played Campbellsville and KCD, and the offense was awesome. Luke James passed well. Sean Stevenson had some big catches. Brady did his thing. It's going to be a fun team. Linebacker-wise, defensively, we're loaded. We've got Case Cowan, who's a really good linebacker. We've got Dawson Kahn, who's a good linebacker. Those two are the main guys from last year back, linebacker core. D-line, we should have Dylan Pierce, who used to be a super senior. And then, yeah, this should be an Endurkane team that's exciting. should be a team that can throw and run. The one question mark for this team and some people may say it's not a big question mark, but special teams. This is going to be a team that had a kicker and punter for the last three years, and you got someone new. Coach Isaac told us last week it's going to be Deshaun Singleton, which is a super athlete. So don't be surprised if you see some you know crazy things, special teams. It could be a fun year. But overall, I think it's going to be a great year. I'm looking forward to the Russ Kane game. And if you want to hear my prediction, I would say Adair County wins. Adair County, let's go. Adair County 31, Russell County 20. It's a high-scoring affair for, for a Adair County team that has kind of struggled the last couple of years, took a step forward a little bit last year, and looking to take a big step forward this year. Yeah, I said it's going to be an awesome year. Awesome. I'm looking forward to it a lot. <laughs> Well, Clay, that was an awesome preview. You got us with a going one and zero on the season. We want to go one and zero every week, so week one is a good place to start. This last segment is actually brought to you by Nobody. We have sponsorship opportunities available. Contact us on Facebook or on Tribe Forty Four Podcast at gmail.com. But until we get this spot filled, I'm just going to shout out some random businesses. So when you hear the business, shout out the owner uh, and let them know that you heard about them on our show. And tonight we're going to shout out Yardworks Lawn Care. Clay, you need your yard mode sometimes? Almost all the time. Almost all the time. Well, I've got a new yard, and I've had the worst time getting my yard mowed. And I've thought about many times, instead of just trying to mow it myself, I've thought about calling Yardworks Lawn Care. Give Sean Barton a call. He'll come out and give you a free estimate. I don't know if he will actually do that or not, but let's give him a call and ask him about his free estimates anyway. And uh, he'd be more than happy to come mow your yard for you. Oh, yeah, I'm sure he'd be he'd be glad to do that. So in our Yardworks Lawn Care segment, we need to talk about some news other than football news. Volleyball starts off this week. They've got their first couple games coming up. I don't have those right in front of me, but I, knew, I do know they start their regular season on Monday. Uh, but our volleyball team looks to be much improved and looks to be well, – the future's looking good for our volleyball program. Cross country is getting started pretty soon and also golf, right? Yeah, golf is actually going on right now. And I saw oh. they they competed against I think it was Metcalf. I think they lost. Yeah, they can they're competing golf now. Is, I think. So a lot of stuff already in the works. I know school hasn't quite started yet. Again, we're not gonna talk about stuff like that on here, but school hasn't quite started, but sports really has. We got football coming up. Clay's already given us a big preview with that. Volleyball coming up, volleyball's about to get rolling, golf has already started and cross country as well. So we've got a lot of stuff to cover for you. One thing that happened over the last few days is not fall sport related at all. Our second year freshman, Braden Coomer, was invited to the class of 2024 state games. 
And Clay, he was one of 20 people selected to represent our region. They're calling it the 270 region, which is a pretty big deal. It's a huge honor. And I've said before, baseball season, Brayton is a type of kid that doesn't usually come around there when it comes to talent for baseball. He uh, He's young, but he's got extreme talent. They've got players from all over the state. There's the 270 region, the 606 region. And when you get past that, I lose my area codes. But uh, it's a pretty big deal for him. I'm excited for him. I hope he does well, and I'm sure that he will. So that's what's been going on outside of football in Adair County. We always want to hear from you, the listener. If you like the show, have suggestions, or want to give us a shout-out, we're on Twitter at Tribe44Podcast. We're also on Instagram and Facebook under at Tribe 44 podcast, and we also have the Mark Fudge text machine, and that number is 302-924-2244. We always want to hear suggestions. We want to hear shout-outs. We just want to hear if you like it. I've been getting some texts this week over the first episode, and I always like to see those get feedback and, and all that, so it's always a good time when we get to hear from the people that listen. With that being said, Clay, this has been the Tribe 44 podcast. Don't forget to hit subscribe on your preferred method of podcasting to make sure that you don't miss any content. But with Clay, if you don't have anything else, I guess we'll talk to you all later. Let's go. Despite what you do, who you are, just stay true when you grind and go hard. I'm a real go-getter, put Columbia on the map. If you think I'm playing, yeah, you think I'm playing. Cause I'ma go hard and I'ma do it for my street.